0: What is Shaken Fire Nation? JLD here with the income report for February 2020. And let's just get right into the income at a glance. Our gross income for the month of February was $147,335. Our total expenses were a crisp twenty-six thousand four hundred. dollars And $75 for a net profit of $120,860 for our percentage of net profit to overall gross revenue at 82%. I love seeing these numbers in the 80s. We had that one, one month, that one month in the low 90s, 91%. I don't know if we'll see that again. That was just unbelievable, an anomaly, most likely. But I'll tell you, keep this in the 80s, and we are doing just swell. So we have a lot of things to talk about today, Fire Nation. We're going to be talking about what went down in February. Specifically, we did a five-day paid challenge, and we had 912 people pay real money to join myself, Kate, Jill, and Josh on a five-day Think Like an Expert challenge. We're going to be talking in detail about that. We're going to be talking in detail about the Knowledge Broker Blueprint launch. That is the Tony Robbins and Dean Graciosi launch. And we have a lot to talk about when it comes to that as well. And we have, of course, Mr. Josh Bowerly. He is on the mic to talk about taxes. We have him come on every single month to help you as an entrepreneur improve your tax situation. And this month, he's going to be talking about how can I not screw up my own taxes? And guess what? It's a great question. You do not want to screw your taxes up because getting entangled with the IRS is never a fun process. So Josh is going to help you avoid just that. So go ahead, Josh, take it away, brother.
1: So John, sometimes as a CPA or as a tax professional, you kind of get caught up in answering the quote unquote big questions. So things like how to lower your tax liability, what expenses you can deduct in your business, how to pay your kids or spouses, all these things we've talked about on the income reports before. And while these are all certainly very important questions, it is easy to forget that there's still a lot of people that need the very basics when it comes to taxes. And I was actually reminded of, of, of the need to continuously discuss these basics when a Podcasters Paradise member asked a couple weeks ago, just simply, how can I not screw this up? And for some reason, that question really hit me because if we can simply teach people not to screw things up when it comes to accounting and taxes, the rest is actually pretty easy, right? If you get that great foundation built, then we can easily add the bells and whistles of of minimizing those taxes and investing properly and, and all the other fun stuff. So for this month's tip, I'm going to go over three basics that if you get it right, it'll put you in tremendous shape when it comes to your accounting and taxes right? And it's going to allow you to not screw things up. So number one, we've talked about this a million times here. I talk about it a million times every time I'm talking to prospective clients, but it's the need for proper bookkeeping. And I don't care if your business is brand new, hasn't brought in any revenue yet, or if you've been in business and thriving for 30 years or more, proper bookkeeping is just insanely important. First of all, it's going to allow you to properly assess your business, right? You can't know how good or bad the business is doing if you don't know your numbers. And you can't know your numbers without proper bookkeeping. But specifically when it comes to the tax and accounting side of things, proper bookkeeping is absolutely fundamental to everything we do, right? And if you're brand new and you can't afford an actual bookkeeper yet, you at least need to get proper accounting software like Xero or QuickBooks Online, something that's gonna allow you to sync up to your bank accounts, to your credit cards, right? And of course you need those separate bank accounts and credit cards from your personal and they're gonna import right in and you're just gonna have to go in there and say what they're for. And then the day that you can afford it, I highly recommend outsourcing the bookkeeping needs to someone else. All right, I I've been working with 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 you and Kate long enough. I remember when you guys you got to the point where you said, This why are we spending our own time doing this bookkeeping? Let's go hire a bookkeeper. And instantly it was like, wow, this is a relief. This is we have more time to do what we're good at, and we know the bookkeeping is being done by a professional and being done right. So as soon as you can afford it, go that route and outsource it. Number two, another one we've hit on multiple times, but extremely important, that is choosing the right business entity. All right, and every business has different tax and liability coverage needs. And every entity covers these needs differently. So should you be a sole proprietor? Should you be a partnership, an LLC, an S-Corp or a C-Corp? All of those options could be possible depending on your specific needs. And all of them could offer drastically different options. All right, so it's very important that you get this decision right early on. And then you have to continue analyzing your choice of entity as your business grows and your needs change. This isn't something that you just choose one time and then you're forever locked into that. Your needs change. Your entity could change. And it's going to impact so many different things from your tax liability to your legal liability to how you pay yourself from the business and and so much more. So this is a decision you have to form something early on and it's something you don't want to take lightly because it, it can severely hurt you if you don't get this right. And number three Um, simply this is going to sound like cheating, uh, hire professionals, right? And, and, and frankly, if you want to cheat code, that's going to allow you to make sure you get these first two items done correctly. This is it. Hire that professional, right? So right from the start, I want you to find a team of professionals with at least a great CPA or tax professional, a great attorney, and eventually an insurance agent and financial advisor. All right, If you can get those professionals on board early on, it's going to allow you to get so many things right and to uh, answer the question from the original Podcasters Paradise member, not screw things up. Because the CPA is going to be making sure that your accounting and taxes taxes are handled correctly. The attorney is going to be making sure that you're minimizing any potential legal exposure. All right? And the insurance agent is going to help offset any of that risk that's still left after the attorney does his job. And then eventually when you're making money, that financial advisor is going to step in and say, "All right, good, you made money. Here's how you keep more of your money or turn that money into more money." All right? So these this team of professionals is incredibly important and it's something you need to look on bringing on board as early as possible. Okay, so there's all kinds of advanced tips and tricks in the tax and accounting world. Um we love discussing them. We've we've talked about many of them on these income reports. I'm sure we'll talk about many more in future income reports. But if you can just start off by not screwing things up, you're going to be in great shape. and You're going to be in better shape than frankly a lot of people are in because a lot of people do screw this up. So follow these three steps, whether you're brand new, whether you're 30 years in, get these three steps right, and you're going to have a fantastic base to build on. As always, Fire Nation can reach out to me uh, directly, josh at cponfire.com. They can check out our website, cponfire.com. We are right in the middle of tax season. Uh, We are still taking on clients for those 2019 taxes. So if you're looking for someone to get those prepared, if you're still looking to hire that right professional when it comes to accounting and taxes, reach out. We'll see what we can do for you.
0: Josh, thank you as always for dropping some value bombs on taxes for entrepreneurs to help Fire Nation navigate this weavy, windy road known as the tax man or the tax woman. (laughs) And of course, Fire Nation, you can check out cpaonfire.com. You can contact Josh and his team at any point through the contact form there. And Josh has been doing our taxes for years and years and years now. I'm dropping value bombs on these income reports for the same amount of time. So you know that he has our stamp of approval. So, what went down in February, as I teased and alluded to during the introduction, we are going to talk about our first ever paid. Challenge. We did a five-day pay challenge. We called it Think Like an Expert. We teamed up with Jill and Josh Stanton of Screw the 9 to 5 to do this, and we had a blast. But to get us going on this topic, I'm going to turn the mic over to the lovely Kate Lynn Erickson. Kate, take it away.
2: What's up, Fire Nation? Super excited to be on the mic talking about February, which was a doozy of a month, not just because we got one more day this February than usual, but because we had a lot going on. This five-day challenge, even though it didn't start until February 19th, I would say I'd be like on the... Um, lower side of things to say that it was very all-consuming, but in an awesome way because we learned so many lessons. We had so many takeaways from hosting this, our first ever challenge. And thankfully, we had Jill and Josh on our side, and they do have experience running challenges, so they were able to kind of charge and uh, lead the way, if you will. But let's start by kind of breaking down. I want to share with you guys the itinerary that we followed over these five days And then we'll go into talking about some of our biggest takeaways and lessons from hosting this challenge. Because, man, I mean, overall, without getting into a ton of detail just yet, this challenge was such a huge success. We saw so many breakthroughs. We had over 900 people join this challenge. And the breakthroughs, the commitment, the drive, the passion, the just excitement of those within this challenge, like people are just so grateful for it. So when you kind of think about like a challenge that you might be able to host for your audience, like the engagement and the connection, the intimacy that you build over that like stretch of time, we called it a five-day challenge, but let's be honest, this challenge felt like it lasted for an entire year, but that's because we did extend it more than just five days. But uh, that time that you get with your audience to build deeper relationships, holy moly, unlike anything else we've ever done in our business, I will say that for sure. So I want to share the challenge itinerary we followed five days. So of those five days, day one, and keeping in mind, the whole challenge is called think like an expert challenge. Our goal was to get people thinking like an expert. So day one was a dangerously effective method for finding your expertise. Day two was defining what makes your area of expertise unique. Day three, identifying who you serve and how to find them. Day four, crafting your your irresistible offer. And day five, the blueprint for selling what you already know. And by day five, we were just having so much fun. We decided to keep the party going. We ended up stretching this. So February 19th through the 24th, 19th was like our pre-party day. Day five was February 24th. February 25th, we started our after party and we went until March 9th, March 9th. And we hosted a live inside the group every single day from February 19th until March 9th. To say that this was worth a $37 investment is like being ridiculous. Like it was so worth it. And uh, I, and I'm not just saying that because we hosted it and it was amazing. Like literally people were saying that they would have paid five hundred dollars to be a part of this challenge. that is an actual quotable. And um through those lives, we were able to dive deeper into the struggles that people were sharing with us. and, helping people discover their expertise and identify their ideal clients and create their irresistible offer. So I just feel like we were able to move the needle in such a huge way in such a short period of time with hot seats, with live Q and A's. We did each of those five days, we actually had like a challenge action. So it started out with a a 7am mindset video, then a 2pm live video, that 2pm live video was every day. And then we also had a special guest expert who was Dean Graciosi. And each of those five days, he had a video to share that we posted inside of the group for all those five days. So oh my gosh, John, I feel like it's like really hard to actually encompass and describe the impact and the level of training inside of our five-day challenge. But what am I missing at this point?
0: You're not missing anything. I mean, you went through incredibly detailed on what every day-to-day looks like. I mean, I started off with this Mindset video with myself and Jill. And then we had that 2 p.m. live where we just answer people's questions one-on-one and drop some more training there. And then we had the evening trainings with Dean Graciosi because Jill and I flew out to Arizona to record this training live with Dean. So we had just like five packed days of amazing value, plus of course all those bonus days that Kate talked about. And a lot of you might be saying, well, like, why? Why did you guys do this training for $37? You know, yes, you got 912 people to invest in it, so that was over $30,000 in revenue, so of course, that's not a number to scoff at by any way, shape, and form, But at the end of the day, like, why didn't you guys charge more or why did you charge anything at all? I mean, things are all over the place as far as good questions that you could be asking when it comes to this five-day challenge, but this is where I'll get a little more strategic and then I'll, of course, pass it back over to Kate to kind of take that away as well is that, listen, somebody that I truly admire for dropping value bombs basically every single day is Gary Vaynerchuk. And listen, he nailed it way back in 2014 when he launched his book Jab, 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 Right Hook. That means give, 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 ask. So many people, and I mean most people listening, by the way, because that's just how it is. I was that same way as well before I recognized the brilliance in the jab, 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 right hook theory, the give, 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 ask, is they just going for the ask. I, I have full, I have right now an inbox full on my Instagram DMs of people just asking, 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 like my content, share my content, follow me, do this, do this, do this, do this. And I'm like, who are you? And why would I do this? And that's exactly the strategy that we took with this five-day challenge. And that is give, give, give. give. And we added a couple more gives, give, 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 give. And then we did have an ask at the end. Now, what did we do? We built up unbelievable no, like, and trust over these five days. And then, of course, the bonus days we mentioned as well. So much no, like, and trust. The 912 people that were part of this challenge. They loved us. We were there answering questions. We were there dropping incredible value. We were there sharing the ups and the downs of what we were doing. We had technical difficulties some days. We were open about that. We had this, we had that. We shared everything. Like we were just there sharing it all. And by the end of those five days, these people were just like, oh my God, like what can we do for you? And we said, well, listen, we actually do have an ask. We would love for you to attend Tony Robbins and Dean Graciosi's free live masterclass that's happening on February 27th. We want every one of you 912 people there. We're going to use hashtag team so We can identify ourselves and just enjoy that free masterclass, but make sure you're there live. Make sure you're blasting out hashtag team expert and let's do this together. Let's have a blast together. And again, that was an ask, but at the same time, it was a pretty easy ask, meaning it was a free masterclass with Tony Robbins and Dean Graciosi. Like they should have wanted to go even without us asking. But the reality was we had built up so much of that NLT that of course they were all about it. So the night of the, of the masterclass came, so many of the 900 people showed up, watched it live, had a blast, and guess what? The offer was made on that masterclass, which we had been building up as well, and we let people know that we had an, an amazing bonus experience for anybody that joined Tony Robbins and Dean Grasucci's course, Knowledge Broker Blueprint. We had this amazing bonus experience that we were gonna add on top of that, and guess what? people bought. We had over 100 sales by the end of day one or by the end of day two. We ended up out of over 5,000 affiliates. We ended up in sixth place on the Knowledge Broker Blueprints leaderboard as affiliates. And I'm getting a little ahead of ourselves for the next section, but just kind of seeing this whole five-day challenge through, we came in sixth place out of 5,000 affiliates. We're going back to Fiji to spend four days with Tony Robbins and Dean Graciosi and Russell Brunson in Fiji at the resort Namali for free. Like it's going to be a completely paid for four days at Namali because we came in top 10. And we came in top 10 because of this challenge, because we built up unbelievable no like, and trust. And there was just so much reciprocity that was wanted to be given by the people that were part of this challenge. It ended up just being such a huge win for us. So Kate, before we do move into the next part about Knowledge Broker Blueprint, what do you want to add on about the challenge itself?
2: Yeah, well, I think a huge point to really focus on here is the seamless integration of what we put together in the challenge and how that led into knowledge broker blueprint, because like we, we hosted this challenge to provide that value and to get people into the right mindset and to provide like this big shift for people, knowing that we were going to then invite them to join Tony Robbins and Dean Graciose on that free live cast that they were then going to invite them to join knowledge broker blueprint. So Like you could host a challenge anytime and it would be crazy, mad value for your audience. But if you are doing it as like a precursor to a launch or something else that's coming after it, it's really critical that you intimately understand how to connect those pieces and that your challenge is going to be an amazing platform for what they're going to be learning in that next stage. Because I wholeheartedly agree with you, John, we wouldn't have done what we did in this KBB launch, if it hadn't been for our challenge, the way that the content was set up the flow of it, the guidance, the the mindset shifts that we help people, um, you know, experience in the challenge, absolutely led beautifully into KBB. And for those people who felt like it was the right next step for them, you know, we're able to take on that opportunity.
0: So by far, most of the knowledge broker blueprints, quote unquote, open cart happened in March. So you are going to have to wait for the next income report to get our full breakdown of knowledge broker blueprints. Because of a few things. Number one, again, by far, like 98% of it happened in March because it was February 27th was the actual live masterclass. And then it was basically February 28th until March 9th was the open cart for Knowledge Broker Blueprint. So... The vast majority of the open cart happened in March. Plus, on our side of things, we're still in the process of of creating a debrief of Knowledge Broker Blueprints. And so we haven't even finished that yet because it was such a massive, massive affiliate supporting launch on our end of things as well. So get excited, get ready for a total launch debrief of our Knowledge Broker Blueprints, um, especially for us on the affiliate side of things in the next month's income report. And now I gotta tell you, there's going to be some very honest reveals within this because we did a couple things during the launch very, very poorly in my opinion. And we're gonna talk openly and honestly about that because listen, we love coming on these income reports and talking about our massive successes that we've had over the years, but we also wanna be completely open, genuine, transparent and honest when we don't have massive successes. Now, was this launch us a massive failure? By no way, shape, or form. If it was, we would tell you and we'd break it down for you. But was it what we wanted it to be? Absolutely not. Did we make some very serious and legitimate mistakes? Absolutely, and we're gonna break those down for you one by one by one so that you, and this is our goal these income reports, can avoid doing similar mistakes that we've done before. You can avoid these rabbit holes and you can learn from our mistakes instead of just repeating our own version of history. That's the key here. So Kate, what do you wanna talk about before we get into the income breakdown when it comes to the Knowledge Broker Blueprint launch? Of course, knowing that our full debrief is gonna be next month.
2: Yeah, for sure. So I definitely will say, if you want to dive into some more details around our key takeaways and our lessons learned from the challenge, and just get a little sneak peek at what Knowledge Broker Blueprint is all about, you can head over to eofire.com forward slash income78. That's where this income report is at. We break it all down. We include a lot more detail than we have in this audio. So definitely head over and check that out. And I'll also say, John, I'm really excited to share our full launch experience, not only in that debrief, but as you said, in next month's income report, because, wow, once this launch, like cart closed, I literally had to have like the (laughs) most intense decompression, like in probably my entrepreneurial life, like my, my body shut down, I like I was overwhelmed the amount like, there's just so much stuff from this experience that, like you said, John, that we would never do again. Um, a lot of things that worked really well, like this challenge, which we've just shared with you all the reasons why it worked really, really well and why we think it's a fabulous idea, um, It given the right situation for you and your audience, too. Um, but yeah, so many things that I will never be touching with a 10-foot pole again, and we're <laughs> excited to break those down for you. So um, yeah, I would just wrap with that. Definitely be looking out for that. And again, eofire.com forward slash income seven eight for more details on our lessons learned from the challenge and a little mini sneak peek at KBB. Yeah,
0: one thing I'll just kind of end the KBB talk about is working harder definitely does not correlate every single (laughs) time to making more money. It does not. And this is a prime example of that. There have been times that Kate and I have just done things where we just hit the nail on the head with specific launches or products or services where we have generated a ton of revenue with very little expense, and our and our profit has been through the roof. And then we've done other things, and this is one of them, where we've literally worked our booties off And at the end of the day, we just don't have much to show for it. Except, by the way, lessons learned, which are important, like things that we are now going to use, knowledge that we're going to implement into future launches and the future ideas and the future products and services. And again, using it to identify, hey, what things are we going to say yes to? What roads are we going to go down? And what ways are we going to operate when it comes to our business? So I absolutely love the fact when we do these things. That's why when I said to Kate, you know, back in the day, I'm like, when we were considering, are we going to go all in with KBB? I was like, listen, every now and then I just want to go all in. Like, I just want to play to the limit. I want to max out. I want to just go all in And then let's pick up the pieces afterwards and we'll either have hit a grand slam or we'll have done, you know, struck out or I'll have done something in the middle. And that was what KBB was. It was definitely something in the middle. You know, I would give it, you know, maybe even like a single and if we're being really generous, like I might give it a double. But I mean, so it was definitely, hey, it was a hit. Like we got on base, like things were good about KBB and we'll be talking about that in much, much more detail next month. So... Our February 2020 income breakdown, product and service revenue was $117,731. Our journal sales were 345, so we did 345 journal sales for a total revenue of 10,375. Um, Real Revenue, which is my course on turning your big idea into real revenue, generated $947. You can check that course out at realrevenue.co. Our podcast sponsorship income was the MVP of the month per usual, bringing in eighty-one thousand two hundred. dollars and twenty dollars affiliate revenue twenty nine thousand six hundred and four. Um, ClickFunnels once again was our star affiliate at seventeen thousand two hundred and thirty five dollars. We ended up doing um, over six thousand four hundred and eighty seven dollars for the Knowledge Business Blueprint, which was last year's KBB. So it's cool to see that still bringing in revenue a year later. And hey the total gross income for February was $147,335. Our expenses were really cut down to the core at $22,944. Our recurring subscription-based expenses were $3,500. So not small there, but you know, something you have to do. For our total expenses of $26,475, for our net profit of $120,860. And again, visit eofire.com slash income78 for all the details of every penny we earned, of every penny we spent, and a lot more. Links, et cetera, et cetera. Biggest lesson learned during the month of February was action builds confidence. So Kate, take us home.
2: Of every month I've been in this entrepreneurial space and no doubt with entrepreneurs on fire for sure. Like I've learned a lot of lessons, right? I think February just like tops it. Like I learned so much in February and it was because of how much action we took in February. Like we said it earlier in regards to the challenge and in regards to the KBB launch, like it was just a packed month of a lot of things. So there were many, many, many lessons learned throughout February. It was actually very difficult to choose just one. But because confidence was such a recurring limiting belief and theme that we picked up on, in our challenge, literally within the first couple of hours of kicking off, I knew that it had that the lesson had to be around confidence because it's something that I've struggled with as well. Oh my gosh. In February, I had my first ever Entrepreneurs on Fire official guest appearance Boom! and it was all around confidence. So that was another tick for confidence being biggest lesson learned. So this here's here's what I want to impart with this lesson learned. When we asked our challenge group what their number one amateur belief was, 55% replied that it was either they didn't have enough knowledge or expertise to share with others or that they lacked the confidence to do so. And the thing is, is within 24 hours of tallying up those results, we were able to create a huge, huge Mindset shift for those people and the like the impact in mindset and the shifts and breaking down the limiting beliefs. I mean, what a massive huge win that we were able to share that with this group of people. So that's an aside. By taking one single action by posting on social media and asking their friends, family and followers what they are best at. So this was one of the actions that we gave people within the challenge group is to post on social media and ask your friends, family and followers what they think you're best at. That literally flipped the switch. Suddenly, these individuals were hearing directly from other people that they were knowledgeable in so many different areas, that their family, their friends, their followers literally thought of them as an individual when it came to certain topics, right? That's different for everyone. This realization not only flipped the script for those who didn't believe they had the knowledge or expertise to share, but it also help those who lacked the confidence to share it. Because suddenly they are now literally hearing from their family, friends, and followers, this is what I think you're best at. This is a topic that you, know, you come first to mind when I think about this. And sometimes all it takes is that one single action to get that confidence rolling, to hear something that you need to hear today. So what is one action you will take today? Because I can guarantee you, no matter what action it is, action builds confidence.
0: Fire Nation, this is John Lee Dumas and Lynn Erickson. We will catch you on the flip side.